Welcome to another installment of the Extraordinary Podcast. I really do hope you're having a smashing kind of day. You're checking off the big to-dos. You're knocking shit clear out of the park. You're on creative fire. You're in love with yourself, in love with your life, in love with your lover, and you're grinning from ear to ear because you feel you're amazing in every way. I mean, I really do wish that for you. I wish that for me every day too. But God, it's so much effort. How many of us in truth are nowhere near that feeling today? or most days. Any day, Bueller. (laughs) I mean, honestly, I wish amazing were my default setting, but wow, some days feel like I'm just living on Struggle Street, trying to hitch a ride back to my vibrancy, back to my body confidence, back to my extraordinary self. Some days I wish it were just as easy to click my little slippers together three times and be transported straight back to my innate knowing, back to that happy place where I know my purpose, I know my worth, that place where my partner and I agree that I'm sexy, no matter what the mirror tells me, where I'm living my best life and I know how to trust those knowings and how to use them as the foundation to create the life I dream of, all while making money doing what I love. Yes, that's what I want. Don't you? Well, that kind of feels to me like then I'd have it all. And isn't that impossible, I hear some of you say. But what if it's not? I once heard a spiritual teacher, Guru Singh, use the term immortal authority. And it stuck with me for years because isn't it our immortal authority to feel full, full of purpose, full of love? Don't we deserve to feel like we have it all? Don't we deserve to be in love, to have a solid, committed relationship, to be doing something with our lives that we love, something that inspires others to greatness even, dare we say it? We deserve to feel beautiful and handsome, to have a thriving and exciting sex life. We should be able to expect open, honest communication. We should be able to dance like nobody's watching. We deserve to have the happy, healthy family we want, to be good parents, We deserve to have financial freedom. We should be able to have as many followers as we damn well please. I want people to want to buy what I'm selling and I want to like me a thousand times a day. (laughs) As you need a drink just thinking about how many hours work that would take to create that full kind of life. But what if it isn't impossible? Well, what if today's guest had made it her life's mission, her passion even, to be of service to you to make that happen for herself and anybody who wants it. This woman is the embodiment of everything I've just talked about in my mind. She's a marketing genius, an entrepreneur, an award-winning product developer, an author, a sexpert, a relationship coach. Yeah, sexpert, she just cringed, but she really is. In the sexual wellness space, she's a social media influencer on the rise. She's a crazy hard worker, a creator of top-selling brands and concepts that are a stand for women and mothers and their confident sexuality. She's a mother of two herself, and she may as well be the mother of dragons if she put her mind to it, because I was there the night under a full moon. She vision boarded her dream husband, and she called him in, only to have him basically ride in backwards on a white horse the very next week, just like she asked for him to do, because yes, she is practically magic. This divine man, her husband Charlie, is her business partner, her love, he's divine, and they create all this magic side by side, hand in hand. They are quite an inspiration. She is quite extraordinary. Please welcome Wonder Woman, Dana B. Myers. OMG, and thank you so much. I had chills the whole time. I love you. You're a genius. (laughs) I could listen to you all day long. How lucky are we that Teresa... That's all I need to. Amazing. Oh, I love you. Amazing. I love it's you. all true. Thank you. It's nice to hear it reflected back to you. Always. Because no matter how hard you work and no matter how grateful you are and in the moment, yeah. you're still striving for more. You're still struggling with the ups and downs of every single day and the challenges and the perceived failures. Yeah. And so it's thank you. That was that that was my mega boost up today. This is who you are in the world, to me, to others who don't even know you as well as I do. But that's who your 
presenting. That's who you're creating. And that's a really important role to step into because we have so few and I'm so proud of you because, I mean, thank God you're here. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You know, it's interesting. I grew up as an achiever, right? My parents were like, (laughs) you're smart, you're amazing, you're talented, now achieve. Yeah. And they they kind of veiled that in, well, don't achieve for us, achieve for yourself, Mm. which was I, what kind of message did you get growing up? That it's kind of a same, same, right? Which so, is rare. So you felt like okay, but I I want to please you because you're my parents, and mm. I think that's a normal response. But then it was also like, oh, I'm doing this for myself, yeah. and you rise up for my greatness and set your goals higher and higher. And I think when you do that, you develop a work ethic, yeah, and you start achieving. But there's also never a finish line, right? Which is both good and bad. Yeah. Because you have to really focus on your achievements and on being grateful and kind of keep redefining success as Mm. you have them. Otherwise, you're always chasing. Well, like a milestone seem in that way, just like, I'm going to go for that carrot. Okay, you get the carrot like a like a like a Nintendo game. Yeah, I'm gonna get that diamond. That thing. Just keep. It's important for more than a minute to pause and say, wait, I have accomplished things and I am awesome. And to just feel that moment. What do you feel like you've accomplished so far? Oh my God, you know, it's you're, it's so interesting that you're asking me that question today because I've just launched another new business mm. and, you know, it was my first week out with the offering and the results were not as great as I had hoped. And so the last week, you know, you're yeah. watching the sales come in or not come in and you're immediately feeling your ego threatened, like, yeah. and you're immediately going, oh my God, I have once again tied my self-worth to my accomplishments and, and you're like I can't do that right. I have to tie myself forth to my love my like my personal happiness so yeah it's I, clicking your heels and going back to that totally and I clap my hands twice and say enough I, I do oh that's you my literally trick. I have go, a tool enough that's the tool <laughs> I love it that's my tool when I have negative thoughts or when I'm getting caught up and my ego's so tied into these minds know, resonate resonate I stop and just go resonate yeah I try and that. resonate with source Ooh. Right? I'm going to take I mean, that one. I'm going to borrow that. No, I just go, do I want to be mired in this shit? Or do I want right. to resonate with my divinity yeah. and with the thing that makes me love? And immediately my my frame changes and I'm like, oh, yeah. whoever's in front of me, whatever's in front of me, I'm like, is yeah. meant to be. I'm meant to love it. I'm yeah. meant to I love that. Resonate. I'm going to borrow that one. I'm resonate. Write that down. I'm always tempted to tattoo it, but I'm shit scared of needles. Oh, <laughs> tattoos are fun. <laughs> So what have I accomplished so far? A lot. You want to talk about your workshop. When she's talking yeah. about your new project, Dana, not she, I you're think, talking about this um, new workshop that you have coming up, The Satisfied, the Satisfied Mama. Mama. I just launched it. It's an online course Ooh. for moms uh, that goes through the six pillars of satisfaction. Mm. And it's so it's learning to love your post-baby body, mm. get out of the mom zone and reclaim your freedom and your own desires and independence and getting over the guilt that so many moms have to even having their own dreams and desires really Um, yeah because once you're a mom it's like you're in service right you're in this mode of service to everyone and then it's weird the guilt goes hand in hand with it but the the biggest you know the the challenges that I wanted to help other women overcome is really this loss of confidence this loss of desire Uh um so much resentment creeps into your relationship and really you know what's so interesting because I have people who say well is this just for moms and it's not Uh because Low desire, resentment, right? You know, loss of personal freedom. It's in a long term relationship or a relationship. It's going to come up. Yeah, it comes it's up. It's going to. But I created this massive online program based on my own experience going through this, really losing my mojo after kids and being a sex expert and being in the sexual wellness industry for 15 years. When I did lose my drive, that uh, was a huge identity. Sex drive. Yeah. Ugh. When I lost my sex drive, it was like a huge identity crisis. A bit. Like if I don't have that, then who am I now? Yeah, how you sit in the seat of a teacher. Yeah, so I just kind of put myself through a you know a boot camp myself and used myself as a guinea pig. And then what I discovered, and this is really, I think, relevant to all of our goals in life, is that it's really the small daily actions yeah. done in a consistent way that deliver results. Yeah, so absolutely. So it was taking care of myself every day in a small way, right? Because yes. I didn't ha- no longer had hours and hours for yeah. self-care or going out. So really small self-care practices, yeah. nurturing my sexuality again, nurturing my communication. 
Anyhow, fast forward, I wrote a book about it <laughs> and uh, developed this online course. And it's another, you know what I really feel like I've accomplished? Mm -hmm. And this is, I think, a beautiful luxury, but I also am trying to change my attitude around that word luxury. Mm. Is that I have, by, by hook or by crook, been able to pour my creativity into projects and bring them to life. Uh -huh. And that is essentially what I've created my career out of. Uh, yeah. Having an idea like, I'd want to buy that. Well, okay, let me create it. Okay. And it didn't. I want to talk about that because I think that's a tool that a lot of people don't have. Yeah, and that's one thing I admire about you. And I think if you could break it down and be like, break it down. Oh God, break <laughs> it down, break it down, break it down. <laughs> well, <sighs> do you need to finish that last thought? And I then don't we'll remember come back what the last it. thought was. No, I think that um, you have a lot of thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. Uh, I'm, I'm the, hungry for my chicken salad too, so I'm all over the place. <laughs> She's <Yeah>. um, <laughs> totally angry. You know. When you have an idea, you have to assess if it's a good idea, right? Mm -hmm. And that is definitely where I have I've had lots of failures. I mean, I've launched hundreds of products so far in my career. Hundreds. Hundreds. Some have been great. Others have been complete failures. Right. Um, usually I knew when they were going to be failures, like your intuition tells you that. Mm -hmm. But but sometimes your intuition is clouded by things. Yes. And so you press on. On any given day. On any given day. And you press on and you keep making it and then you try to sell it and you're like oh wait I knew this wasn't gonna sell um <laughs> like a vibrating bath mitt nobody needs one okay no one needs one no one needs one that's hilarious um, so that was that was a fail apparently um, my husband thinks it's a great idea I probably have an extra thousand still in the warehouse that you know oh, we didn't shit. sell that need to go in the trash um but I do, I do believe that if you have an idea and you believe in it and you run it by people you trust uh -huh. and they believe in it too, then anything's possible. Right. I think that's a very broad stroke statement because mm -hmm. it takes breaking it down. Where are you going to sell it? How are you going to sell it? You're going to start at the beginning seed and then or would you start at the end goal and well, work that? How do you deconstruct? Okay. That's what I've learned. When we first started Booty Parlor, we created all these products and we're like, okay, well, we'll sell them on the website. We didn't really have a fully fleshed out distribution strategy. Which Booty Parlor is a sex toy and uh, it's pro a sexy beauty product. lifestyle brand. We we don't really sell sex toys anymore. Ah, we used to. Yes, the brand has gone through so many iterations. Right. Um, but yeah, sexy beauty, sexy lifestyle, romance Lovely. products, really enhancing a woman's sensuality. Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes, and helping people create, you know, more creative experiences in their sex life Got and it. you know bringing that new relationship energy into a relationship can be as simple as being like let's try this massage oil it's yeah. not always that simple but yeah. it can be yeah um but what's interesting is that we didn't have a fully fleshed out distribution strategy and mm. yet we suddenly had a warehouse full of products <sighs> So moving forward, you had to change that. Now, it? when we create brands or create new offerings, mm. we really flesh out. Okay, where's this going? Who's the audience? Yes. How are we going to reach them? Uh -huh. What method of selling are we going to to take? And okay. you really, I mean, we have maps now. We yeah. really have maps of the flow of how we're going to distribute that product. And is the time once you've worked out a template, can you use it time and time again? That map. That's the. That's the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal. So anybody could utilize these same ideas and think about what it is that they want. I want to buy a house. How am I going to do it? Well, I'm yeah. not going to be able to do it this way. So figure out, like you're saying, what's my product? What am I selling? Totally. Work and out and your what's template. My, and what's my what's my communication strategy? I see. It's like if I'm going to acquire this customer and eventually I want her to buy something. How am I going to draw her in? What am I going to say to her? How am I going to nurture that relationship? Because mm. there are certain things that are have to have, mm -hmm. right? Not a vibrating bath mitt. Not a vibrating okay. bath mitt. <laughs> really, for sure. <laughs> I'm going to send you a vibrating oh, bath mitt. Oh, please. I can't wait. I'm going to Charlie call the warehouse. Do you um, have to plug it in? Because that's really out no, of the No, it was it's battery. <laughs> it was so stupid. Um, <laughs> but it is. It's finding the formula, <laughs> testing the formula, mm -hmm. nurturing the customer, um, and being consistent. 
Consistency consistency is is huge in communications. Right. So I'm still learning. Mm -hmm. I'm still learning. Yeah. Uh, You know, we've gone from selling physical products. Now I'm selling digital products. Right. And that's a different, you know, consumer experience. So it's been exciting to learn this new model of selling online courses. Right. How do you nurture Because that's that what customer? you wanted to always, always, I feel like. You yeah. are a teacher. You want to be an inspiration to others. And I think it was always heading in that way. You're yes. always trying to help people yes. break out of their blah, blah yes. and move into their powerful totally. self. Totally. So I feel like you're really on, you're, you're on brand I'm finally right doing now. it. I'm finally <laughs> doing, I'm finally sort of bringing to life the full vision of what I had for myself for my career. And how long ago did you have that? Was that were you were a kid when you when did you know that yeah. you wanted to like help people? I was always the girl that was buying my friends their first vibrator. Always the girl in school. Yes. Holy uh, yes. shit! At seventeen, I bought my first vibrator. I didn't even know how to spell vibrator. Yes, when I was 17. and I was like, oh my That's god, not true. That was a great spray This is the most amazing thing ever. How can I? Not share this with my friends. Right. It's like if there's a really great sale on shoes at your favorite store and you yeah. don't share it with your friends, you're a dick. You're a dick. I'm <laughs> <laughs> exactly. a shitty friend. <laughs> Fuck you. You're a shitty friend. So that's how I felt about orgasms and and the power. Uh, once I discovered my own power and the 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 power of the orgasm the power of pleasure and how it fueled me in every aspect of my life it made me a better student it made me really a more communicative um you know worker I mean it just once I realized that power and I sort of just started to channel it into all aspects of my life so that's your creativity then some people sing some people dance you are your orgasms are your jam yes they are. Don't Orgasms are my jam. Yes. Yeah, it's true. Oh. So I felt like I had to I've, share it. So I've yes. Been, I've been sharing it forever. That's fascinating to me. And then I went into the music business, but it was always in my mind, like beauty, femininity, sexuality. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then 15 years ago, the market was still very triple X, and I thought, I want to yes, change this. Yes, yes. So we had the idea to change it. We raised some money, and we were very naive. You know, we would never start a brand in the same way that we did. This is your husband and yourself. Yes, yes, you got Charlie, married and you yes. said, let's change this from triple X and you. He yes. went, yes, babe, yes. let's do this. Yeah, and that's another thing. It's like if you can find a great partner mm, to yeah. have, you know, to share in the vision but also bring a slightly different skill set. Yeah. That's huge. I couldn't have done I couldn't have done this by myself. Because wasn't he in marketing too? He was a producer, wasn't he? He was a producer. Right. He was a VC guy. So he knew about money, you know. Yeah. He knows how to make a deal. So you really have a lovely partnership here. Yeah. In this oh, but he's not perfect. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, we, not everybody can be. Don't no, you? but it's also like a practice in you know working together as a couple. Yeah. It's a it's a practice in like it's really a relationship practice. Yeah, which is what you're teaching too. Yeah, which is like how do we work together? How do we communicate? How do we move through arguments? How do we move through having different opinions? How do I handle a situation when I think you're wrong or when you think I'm wrong? Um, and you know, when you're managing a business, you've got thousands of decisions every week that you're making. So, you know, communication and flexibility is really, really key. And (laughs) in this online workshop that you're doing, the Satisfied Mama, it's a community as well. Yes. Are these the concepts that you're teaching women, whether they be mothers or whether they be women who are still trying to find their love? Totally, totally. How to communicate with themselves and with their Absolutely. Yeah, you nailed it. There are exercises on discovering your own desires, getting comfortable with them. Again, releasing People don't know how to talk about this. No. It's so uncomfortable. Yeah, and it's crazy. No one teaches us how to do this. No. It's the weirdest thing. It's like basic life skills that is just completely overlooked yeah. as we grow up. Listen, I love my mom and dad, but seriously, it, it's lucky I wasn't trying to make love to a fucking cactus. <laughs> I mean, we just, I mean, in lieu of some other word, it could have been anything. How would I have never known? But, you know, we went to a video store. Remember that, um, how are babies, where do babies come from? Yeah. Look at that little That's animated what pigs That's what you got. rubbing together under a blanket. I went to the wall oh and picked God. it up and went, Mom, can I rent this? And she went, mm-hmm. And that was our whole conversation. Oh I watched the movie and that's how I learned about sex. So you're welcome, Will. <laughs> I, I, I guess too graphic to mention on the show. I, I grew up in a farm, so. Oh, my. That's why I said cactus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Oh my god. So I just love that you're actually talking to people because people don't kids don't know how to talk to their parents. It's about true. This. They don't know how to talk. And things have come a long way. There's mm. some great resources now, you know, for sex education that really didn't exist when we were young. Right. Uh, and so that's wonderful. But still it's they're having sex younger now so i think you have to get that in right you have to get them in but you know it's like it's it's different it's like i want to empower people to know that this is like it's your life force it's not something that you do it's something that you are you know and like your libido Mm. doesn't exist outside of you so it's not necessarily high or low like where'd you go or you know when you feel like you shouldn't feel lucky if it's high it's just it's, it's about changing your mindset also to understand that it's something you have influence over right and that it's normal to have a natural kind of ebb and flow with it Mm. I think it's it's hard you know it can be hard to get someone to understand that your libido your life force your sex drive does affect every aspect of your life but once you get it then you know it's like you're off to the races and so I think, you know, what's amazing, and again, this may be a little woo for people, is that... <laughs> I love woo. Well, we, you and I love the woo, <laughs> is that you can use pleasure to manifest things in your life, right? Explain that, please. Yes. So I... I'm just going to take some notes. Take some notes. <laughs> take some notes. I mean, so, you know, you, you kind of told... <laughs> Whatever, farm boy. You told <laughs> Cactus. You told uh, you hinted the story of how I kind of pulled Charlie down from the universe, which you did. I was sitting right opposite you, which I did. It's remarkable. But I also, what happened behind closed doors is that I masturbated him into my life as well. Oh gosh! So it's really hard in here. <laughs> so I think that you know you can use your pleasure in a very intentional way. So how did you do that? So I basically. I thought about who I wanted mm. in this man. Who was who was he? And I thought for weeks on this. And it wasn't like I What's want him to qualities? be six foot two. And, uh-huh. you know, it was like I want him to get me. I want yeah. him to – I want my brother to immediately uh-huh. love him. I want him to have this, like, desire to be a provider. Like, there were just these words and things that were coming qualities up for me. Qualities a good man. And, and then I, I masturbated on that. And I created like a ceremony around it. Wonderful. And as I was having my orgasm, like I envisioned like a tunnel of light coming from my bits into the universe. Uh, amazing. Like it was like creating the like portal. Like Shira. And I like Shira. <laughs> and I did imagine. I just I imagined the orgasm like sending the Princess call out. Bell. Yes. <laughs> and it, and I'm he then it. he showed up. He showed he up. Really, a did. week later, it really did. Uh, 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 huh? That is the power of pleasure. Wow! And I do it with work. I do it, you know, processing emotions. If I need to release stuck emotions, right? You I masturbate really and do. I like send it out. You know, in an orgasm, it's such a powerful. Right. It's, it's an energetic experience. Well, people use dance for that same kind of yeah. thing. You know, yeah. like real physical. I mean, yeah. people who have trauma. Yes. You know, that emotional freedom technique, that yes. like moving your body through a physicality to literally release totally. the tension in your joints, totally. your, your muscles. And so you're using that, you know, orgasm to actually shift your, your, your everything. Yeah. It's and and female orgasm is so much better than male. <laughs> I think they are. Yeah. It's I mean, quite I possible. don't know what a male one feels it's, like, but it's really a females. It's what? It's nothing. It's a puffer smoke. <laughs> you know, you you also in the, your intro talked about um, like loving your body, like, mm-hmm. and that's another way to love your body, right? When you're in pleasure, uh-huh. when you're delivering yourself pleasure, it's very hard to also be hating your body at the same time. That also takes. I've done a few of those women's workshops, you know, where they're like, you know, um, t- to touch yourself, yeah, and to not think you're ridiculous and to not be like, oh. What is that? I don't want to touch a muffin top and be like, right. you're so hot. But you actually have to yeah. love and admire and adore your curves. And even if you feel like you're faking it first, you get yeah. over it really quick. Like laughing yoga. Mm-hmm. Pretty oh soon God, you're pissing yes. yourself. Totally. Literally. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's good. <laughs> if you're over 40. Yeah. <laughs> or not. <laughs> I mean, kegels are your friend, ladies. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um. Do you have to do a lot more? I don't have a, a kid. Do you? Ha- I mean, you obviously have to do a lot of those exercises when you've had some kids, right? 
Well, I certainly did a lot uh, during my first pregnancy. Right. During. During. And because I was like, you know, I'm going to be fine. My body's not going to blow out. You know, my life is going to remain intact. It's going to be amazing. Good luck, sister, right? Yeah. So naive. Um, And actually giving birth, I felt the power of those muscles. And like I... I, Because you trained them. Yes. And I literally like got that giant child out of me using the like, power of those muscles like oh my god it was amazing it was okay. amazing okay so they're really but great. that didn't mean that my body was just fine afterwards i had to it's impossible right? yeah but you don't know people okay. tell you oh do your kegels you'll be fine no oh. you have it's like a your body still gets blown out you still have to like completely rebuild um which i did did you have any experience with a kind of, like, not ever having kids, I'm fascinated by what woman goes through because this is obviously the crux of, of your, what you're yes, yeah. standing for, for these women who are trying to feel good about themselves so they can be creators in the world. Yes, and so, look, the whole point of feeling good as a mother is so that you can give from a place of overflow Instead of giving from a place of depletion and lack. Right. Because if you're giving from a place of lack, then you're just resentful. So resentful. And nobody's enjoying themselves then. You're not. So what do you do? What's some of your like your top five go-tos? Or we save it for the online course? No, no, not at all. I mean, look, I think that, and this goes for any woman, Mm. kids or not, uh, I think you have to figure out what doses of freedom you need. I like that. Right, because when you're always in service of, of someone else, mm-hmm. your your free time and your freedom yeah. gets really squeezed. Like I remember when we were living in New York together, you know, at dusk, I would like walk down University Place as a free woman, yeah. free, free to talk to strangers, free to pop in and grab a coffee. And yes. that was that gave me life. Yes. Because I was interacting with the world in an amazing way. We you were know, both single in New York City. Yeah, at that we time, were. We? I know. It's exciting. And you made me the best turkey sandwiches. She was a vegetarian. I was a vegan. You- <laughs> and then I made her a turkey sandwich. And that was it. And that was but it. That was it. It was the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. You converted me and thank God you did. Um, so you have to Sorry, find chickens. your freedom. And it's like, okay, what makes you... Turkeys. Freedom's very turkey. Freedom feels very sexy, right? Oh, yes. Freedom feels sexy. Financial freedom feels sexy. Personal freedom (sighs) feels sexy. Freedom in your body is sexy. Absolutely. Freedom from fear. Yeah, freedom from fear. So where do you get your freedom? And and Mm. again, you find it in little micro doses. And so for moms, maybe it's just... A walk around the block. Yes. With music in your in your headset. Or yeah. maybe it's one night a week, you skip bedtime. It's how do you go out in the world and experience it right. as a as a free woman who also happens to be a mother. Right? Sometimes you don't know I mean, to quote landmark, you don't know what you don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> so sometimes you need someone to say, These are your options. Yes. You know, you could have just to lay down with your legs up the wall. Yep. You could write in your journal That's all right. the things that you are grateful for. That's you could right. Uh, write about all the qualities that you like about yourself or your husband Love or your it. partner. You could yes. um, walk down the road and go, you're my favorite plant. You're my favorite squirrel. You're my, that's an Abraham Hicks tool. But I love that. To know that. what your options could be. Yes. Because otherwise you're like, I don't know. I just don't feel good and I don't know how to feel good. That's right. That's right. So research or finding someone like yourself. Yeah. You know, education is, I think, the, the thing that people need. Yeah. What are my options so I don't have to feel like this anymore? Totally. And then, it's hard and to then, find. And then doing it. Doing it five that minutes, chestnut. five minutes a day. Yeah. Even it's five minutes a day. Five minutes a day of freedom. Five minutes a day of communication. I think a lot of couples stop fully expressing their needs, right, out of frustration, or you go into this zone where you're like, I think you should already know what I need from oh, you without me having to tell you. Such a bad word. It's such a bad word. Mm-hmm. And so then you're like, well, even if I. And then you get you tell yourself the story. Even if I tell you what you need, you can't give it to me. So I'm not even going to tell you anyway. Judgment. And then it's like a cycle. Yeah. It's a bad cycle. So bad. really feeling, you know, saying let's 20 minutes, 30 minutes a week. Let's sit down and let's start with an appreciation. Is this what you do with Charlie? Yeah. Yeah. And it's what I teach in the program. There's okay. a, it's an exercise called uh, taking positive inventory. I like it. And so you sit down and you take a positive inventory and you share that with your partner. Oh, yeah. I love that. So you start with the positives 
right? I appreciate this about you. Because we uh, never really say it. I think it's implied. He must right. know. I'm in such a state of appreciation with mm. Charlie yeah. because I know that more appreciation just fuels more goodness. Yep, yep, yep. So we actively appreciate, and it sounds cheesy, like, but it's not. Like, I'll be like, I appreciated that you got my mom an Uber. I appreciate that. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that you took out the garbage. I appreciate that you ordered my favorite food from Instacart. Thank you for having that in the fridge for me. Because it that took thought for him. That's right. And yes, of course, I expect him to do these nice things because he's noticed. a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. But who doesn't want to feel appreciated? Yes, And yes. then it starts to come back to you and you and feel it's good. the little things. Like you said, yeah. when people notice, when you know that they notice the little things, you're like, I'm seen. Yeah. I'm heard. Yeah. I'm, my effort is rewarded. Okay. It's so simple. So you start with the appreciation and Can then be. you use the word and, not but. Mm. So I appreciate this. I love this. This makes me feel so positive about you. This is such a wonderful quality. And... and. What I also need ah, is ooh. this. Would you be able to give me this? Would you be able to help me with this? Yeah. Would you be able to look at yourself yes. and work on this aspect that I'm seeing in you yeah. where there's an opportunity for yeah. growth and to, to evolve? So <clears throat> my, sorry. Yeah. No. I, to add and. And. Our therapist that we were seeing yeah. did a or shared something that I had heard of a while before, but she really uh, re highlighted it, which I feel silly for forgetting. But the word f- when you're coming from a place of you know hoping to ex- expand something, coming yeah. from a place of I, yes. I feel this way. Yes, not, you're doing this. Totally, you do this. Yes. You make me feel this way. Totally. I feel like when this happens, blah, blah, blah. I feel, and it really softens every edge and makes it come from a place of sharing as opposed to. Yeah, because we're all human. Yeah. And it's our instinct to feel like defensive if we perceive that we're under attack. Yes. Because we're all vulnerable. Yeah. And so if our partners, the people we love the most, are saying something intense to us or asking us to change, we need to hear it in a way that's soft and inspiring and also clear and direct. I have a tone. I wonder if you can help me. (laughs) I have a tone that I don't mean it to sound like I'm being bitchy, but my husband hears the tone and is immediately defensive and I don't know why. Okay. And so I have a tone. Okay. What does it sound like? So just when we were trying to set up this uh, studio this afternoon for this interview, actually. It's the tone. It's just the language we both use. It's the language. You thought I was attacking you as well. Yes, we mm-hmm. both felt like we were being attacked mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. by the tone and the words that we mm-hmm. use. And sometimes it just comes out of the blue and you're mm-hmm. like, what the? We were, everything was fine just right. a second ago. Yeah, yeah. So do you have a code word? You could have a code word and be like thermometer. And then you would know. You could say thermometer. Can you say that again to me? Or would you say that in a different way to me? And you could be like, okay, thermometer means check your tone, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) And let me rephrase my request. Yes. Okay. I like that. You know, and and then immediately it comes up as you're flagging it. What I like about a, a, a... what was the word I used? Thermometer. Thermometer. Thank you. What I like about... (laughs) What I like about a code word is that you're both in on it. Yes. You can have a sense of humor about it. I see. It takes some of the the uh, 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 the scorekeeping out of it. Uh-huh. And and you've both agreed on it. So it's like, okay, when this happens, we're going to avoid a fight by using we're going to be on the same team and avoid a fight by using this code word, thermometer. And then we go, you we go with thermostat. Yeah, I like thermostat. <laughs> Thermostat's good. Get hot. It's fucking thermostat. <laughs> thermostat. Take the temperature down. <laughs> okay. That's smart. Yeah. I like that a lot. And it flags it immediately without it having to get to a point where you're like, why am Izzy being a dick? That's right. Because you were being a dick. That's oh, right. no, just thermostat, thermostat, thermostat. That's right. It stops it and it allows you guys to okay. pivot and uh, and shift. Okay. Copy. How do you, what's your, <laughs> in the bedroom, Yeah. what's your advice in there? Like, how do you talk to each other? How do you get what you want? Okay. Well, that's a big question. Um I thermostat's think, not the right word. There. Thermostat's not the right word. I think, you know, in <laughs> if we're... T- <laughs> Probably thermometer is better. Thermometer! <laughs> okay, I think that... Let, let me... All right, if you're... Let's say you're... 
let's take it from the female's perspective, right? Because okay. we often have a harder time understanding exactly what we want, identifying it, and then we clam up and it's hard to express. Yes, that yes, yes. Especially expressing that in the moment yeah. um, when you're naked and already very vulnerable. So what I, what I do tell women is um, when you have an idea of how you'd like to receive pleasure, yeah. write it down. Write it down in detail. Oh. So this is, this is like... Like it's a Mills and Boone novel. Yes. So this is the experience I want. And don't censor yourself. This is the erotic energy I want. This is the specific maneuver I want. I saw it in a movie. This is the scene I want to play out. I read it in a book. Write it out very specifically. Mm -hmm. And then you have a couple options. You can hand that piece of paper to your partner outside of the bedroom and let them ponder it and let them think about it and let them, you know, research it. If there's a clip that you saw that you want to follow. Go get an outfit. Yes, yes, absolutely. I want you to dress up like a soldier and I'll be the girl waiting at home for you. You Whatever it is. Okay. If if you don't feel comfortable enough to to say it verbally, hand it over. Yes. If you want to be brave and and share this, this scenario of how you'd like to receive pleasure verbally, then I always suggest practicing saying it in the mirror. Okay. So saying it to yourself in the mirror because it, it takes the nerves out. You start uh-huh. to hear how it sounds in your voice. Yeah. You start to calm down your nervous system by practicing it. Yeah. And then... And the dumb word can be exchanged for a good word. Yes. <laughs> you like... Yeah, exactly. Like and then... Okay. You know, you can say to your partner, listen, I want you to ask me, I want you to ask me the question, what are you in the mood for? Okay. And then you're going to be prepared. I mean, it, it sounds so mechanical, but it's not because we, these are skills we have to practice. And this is the template. You were talking about before about a template It's a framework business. and a template. Totally. It's all the same. I swear to God, I'm the most organized person in business and I'm the most organized person in my sex life okay. and with pleasure because I find that putting a framework around things like this, uh, yeah. then suddenly there's intention to it's it. It's a recipe. There's a plan. There's a recipe. And within that, mm. you can add more salt. You can add more yes. pepper. There's spontaneity yeah. within it. But the I get framework, that. you show up. Yeah. You show up with intention, you show up with desire, you've communicated your desire. Yeah. And then, you know, while you're in the moment, if things aren't going as planned, yeah. you use thermometer. Kind of thermometer. No. You, okay. you can use thermometer <laughs> or you can say you can use the same technique we talked about earlier. This feels so good. This yes. this X feels so good. And, and uh-huh. I'd like for you to shift a little to the left. And I'd like to pick up the pace. And I'd like to pick up the intensity. And I'd like to switch position. Yep, yep, yep. So you can redirect yep. in the moment by first expressing what is pleasurable. Yes. And then adding a layer of, you know, evolution onto that. I love that. But you I have to you that. have to believe that your desires are worthy. Uh-huh. Okay. Which starts with same as anything, business or the sex life, it starts with how you feel about yourself, how totally. well you understand yourself, how clear you are with knowing how to find your happy. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a, that's like, that's the million dollar question. Yeah. I think. Masturbate on it. Got it. <laughs> Finding your happy, you got to masturbate on it. Masturbate on it. Hashtag. I, fuck. It's wank on it. Hashtag wank on it. Wank on it. Mm-hmm. We'll get a nice shirt made. <laughs> it's true. It's true though. You're welcome. Um, I've always found that difficult. Um, you know, full full disclosure. I don't know what it is. We're not a religious family. We, I mean, don't did never go to church. We did. We didn't ever go to church. We mm-hmm. did never. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I've always found that really. Because I always feel that people think from an outsider's point of view, I'm probably quite sexual. Mm-hmm. I'm quite mm-hmm. free. Mm-hmm. In fact, the opposite is probably true. Oh, that's so interesting. It's so interesting. And I've always wondered, I'm so happy we're having this conversation, because, you know, for someone like me and me asking for a friend, um, <laughs> how do you, and is it just in what the thing, exactly the things that we've just been saying, or how do you get over that? So are you specifically asking how do you get over inhibition, shame, guilt? What is it specifically? Um, I think it's shame. I think it's shame. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I felt very objectified when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Very. Mm -hmm. Oh, it almost makes me cry Mm -hmm. to say that. Isn't that funny? That's it. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm. So... 
that's totally valid. And I, the minute you said that, I completely got it, knowing yeah. your history. Uh-huh. I think what you, the first step to overcoming shame is um, sitting in it and forgiving the fact that you have shame and uh-huh. then looking at who, what situations, how, uh, yeah, and when you felt that shame and then looking at yourself now and does what happened then and is the it neg- my fault? No. What happened then, the negative beliefs that were put upon you then that made you feel like it wasn't something you could do or mm. be fully sexual because you'd be objectified, does that still ring true now? Right. It was tr- no. So there you go. So then what's the middle bit? It's just habit. The middle bit is making it a habit and connecting it to something that already feels good for you. So if your spirituality feels good for Uh you, try to integrate those two things. Integrate self-pleasure with your spirituality. Make it a prayer. If if it's yoga, begin your session with yoga. And then have have an open curiosity to be like, Mm -hmm. what if I practice yoga for 10 minutes and then I open myself up to the possibilities of what that would be like to transition into pleasure. So you're combining something you already feel really good about. Really, hot, I'm all hot. That's right. It's nerve-wracking. <laughs> it makes me feel nerve-wracked. Well, and here's <clears throat> the thing. Come into it wow. without, okay. without pressure. Yeah. This is about exploration, exploration. and curiosity. And love. Self-care, yeah. self-love. Like you say, I, I do feel like it's a, it's a, a seed and almost a, a weight that it's interesting that you're talking about that's your access to the flourishment, yeah. not a word, of all aspects of you. And I feel like it's a chain for the uh, inhibition of mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's yeah. so interesting. Right? What if it's the secret for you? I know. <laughs> it might be. I know. It might be. I know. But remember, every time you feel shame and about yeah. it, ask yourself, is it still <clears throat> true? Is it true? Is it true? Is it still true? I mean, that goes for anything that you're having problems with in your life. You know, relationship with your dad. You know, that horrific things that happens, you know, when you're a kid. Just, is it true? Is it my fault? No. Forgiving Mm -hmm. that younger self and taking that action. Yeah. Finding people who can educate you in your options. And also finding people to talk to about it. Like, can you just sit and talk to your friends about it? Right. Just having a forum to feel supported. Uh, and also hear other people's shared experiences. So that's what you're creating, actually. You're creating a community where people who are like-minded in their seeking can find a place to talk amongst themselves and about these things to totally, break through. Totally. I think that you know one of the big, um, the most fearful aspects of having breakthroughs around your sexuality and your relationship is this feeling that I'm alone. I'm the only one who has this problem. Maybe it's me. It's my fault. But it's not true. I mean, you put Mm. 20 women in a room together and you say, who's experienced shame around their sexuality? Every hand goes up. Yes. Who feels uncomfortable expressing their desires? Every hand goes up. Yeah. Uh, Who feels, you know, weird about having low desire and like something may be wrong with it? Every Every hand hand goes goes up. up. So It's so true. Part of the satisfied mama it's not just the online course and it's not just my teachings or my learnings. It's really the shared learnings and experiences of every woman who's in there. So there's private Facebook community that you get access to where you introduce yourself, you share what's going on in your life, you share your concerns, you share, you know, the blocks that you're trying to break through. Yeah. And then, other hands start going up right and then you say well this worked for me and then another woman gets inspiration uh-huh. from that and she says well this worked for me and so it's a um kind of a domino effect yeah. of shared knowledge yeah. of um feeling less alone and feeling supported i d- uh, hold goddess circles full yeah. moon circles new moon circles i feel like we used to do that you know when we were back in you yeah. know red tent days totally and I feel very much like, you know, tribal women getting together and being forced into, you know, when they're menstruating, you know, being forced into what they called the, the red tent right. so they could just sit with each other. Yeah. Um, and I, I, as, a, as a young woman, had felt very disconnected from other women. I didn't yeah. feel like I had a sisterhood mm. and it was something that I desperately, desperately wanted. Is that and because of your celebrity at that point? This is before I was a celebrity. Okay. I felt even less connected wow. uh, then. I did have a few very good girlfriends, 
Um, but it was a little bit later, a few years later, like, you know, in my 20s when I started to get good girlfriends. Yeah. And then now even more so, it's just like like part of my heart. Yes. You. Yes. Relationships with these women, which uh, has just shed a light onto, you know, every aspect of myself and what I want. And I think that women still don't have access to that. Yeah. Don't have access to women. Well, we're not living in villages anymore. I know. It's really different. And yeah. it, it 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 sucks. So you it have to seek suck. it out in other ways. People and I'm friends with these friends that are not their friends. I know. I know. Why and are you I think that this person? I think there will be a movement I think and I think it's already starting uh, where people are looking up from their phones and saying, wait a second, yeah. this isn't real. I want to go out. I want to be with other humans. So I'm hoping there will be a shift. I, our phones are never going away at this point, but I hope, right. I hope there but will be a shift to use your phone to get you back yes. into community. Yeah. Back like in with other real bodies. Yeah. Yeah. Men meet. Men gather. Just talking the other day. They gather in the sauna. They gather in the meeting room. They gather to go for a beer. Yeah, but also I think... I think I'm going to argue that it's a stereotype. It's an old school. It's a stereotype. Yeah. Most men don't communicate anymore. That's right. Yeah. I Which is also <laughs> fucking sad. I know. You're one of the mo- my husband I'm talking to for those people who aren't watching. I communicate well with girls, not with men. Huh. I've seen you communicate well with men though, but he's a wonderful communicator with women raised yeah. by, you know, yeah. women. But with Charlie too, I'm like, where are your friends, bro? Call a friend. Go out. Yeah. Go. Go. Right. And, and he's, he's like, I like, don't know who I to call. I don't know who to call. Okay. So I, I take that back what I said because you're right. We're I both married to men who don't have that that connection either. Yeah. It's the yeah. community that we're lacking within our own species. <laughs> it's what's happened to us. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, far out. Because it's very powerful. It's very powerful when you experience the, experience those nights when you've gathered all the women around. Totally. It's like earth shattering. It's the best How thing ever. Best it gives thing. me life. Yeah. Yeah. Like you really tap into understanding how not alone you are and totally. how in precisely the same you are as totally. just about every other woman around. It's like, yes. oh, yeah, unfathomably beautiful. As are you. Oh, <laughs> Likewise, babe. Thanks, honey. So you tell, talk to me about then about the relationships that you have with, with other women. Has that seemed to have grown? Like... Definitely. I am a, a, a networker. I'm a real networker. And not only... She's amazing. In my, you know, I'm a friend maker. I've always been a friend maker. Charlie's like, could you please stop? Because there was, <laughs> there were moments where I would like suck everyone in and then you have to weed through. That's what I do. You know, and then there's, there's always some lemons you know, let's be real, right? There's some lemons and the, sometimes the process of weeding out the lemons can be a little sticky. But I'm uh, a friend maker said, and, I see what you did there. And, and gatherer yeah. um, and I've moved so many times that I've, mm. you know, built friend circles in many different cities. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I'm, I'm, I love having women in my life. I need women. I need mm-hmm. women to share the parenting experience with. I need women to share the fun partying experience with. Mm. Um, And professionally, I, and I've always been this way. I've always felt that the more people I talk to, the more opportunities I get. So when I was in college studying music business, I went to a, a, record signing at, at Tower NYU, Re- right? This was at DePaul and then I did a master's at NYU. Got but it. this was in Chicago and Radiohead had just released their first record and they were doing a signing oh, wow. at Tower Records in Chicago and I went and I looked for the guy with the passes, right? With the <laughs> VIP passes. I looked She's for the guy with this. the passes. She's good. She'll get you in anywhere. And I, I'll find you and I'll talk to you. And I went up to him and I just said, I'm studying music business and I want a job and you look like you work at a record label. And he said, call me tomorrow. And oh. I had a job at Geffen Records the next day. That's how you did it. Yes. And then I went. And then I moved to New York, and I did the same thing with a speaker who came to my class. Mm-hmm. And I went up to him. I said, "I'm looking for a job. You know, can I have a job?" And he said, "Call me tomorrow." And he gave me a job. And I just think that the more you talk to people, and all it is is you're just saying, "Hey, I'm interested in what you're doing. 
I think I have something to offer you or yes. collaborate on with you. Can we talk? You also need to be very confident. Yes. Right? Like yes. Back to what we were talking about. Yes. I was trying to tie it back. Your, your confidence level has always been through the roof. Yes. Um, and that is... <laughs> I will often describe myself as the best bullshit artist you'll ever meet. Yep. Because of my confidence. Because even if I'm yeah. not super confident you in something, I'm going to fake it. Fake it. it. Mm-hmm. And then I've learned that faking it is what develops the confidence. Yes. Because faking it, you're yes. essentially practicing doing yes. the thing you want to do. Yeah. And so Don't then, strike while the iron's hot. Strike to make the iron hot. That's right. I love that. And then suddenly, that's a good one. And then suddenly, you're kind of faking it. But then suddenly, you realize you're actually doing it. Doing it. So you're building and you're being that skill. To. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, wait, I'm doing what I want right. to do. And so I'm confident about that. Yeah, it's true. You don't have to feel it. You know, because that's the action of it is you don't have to feel it in order to do it. If you know that's right, we've all felt it at some point. So you can always just go, I I know that at some point without me even trying, I felt that way. Yes. Let's just pretend I feel that way. And it's like connecting the synapse. And you you know, it's something that you've always said, smile and point your toes. Yeah. And I I hear your voice. (laughs) When I go out on stage, when I go out in a workshop, I cannot tell you this is real. This is truth. This is truth. I hear Teresa say, smile and point your toes. And I do. I do. <laughs> I smile and I point my toes. And then I go out and I kill. It's adorable. Well, thank you. It's You're you. so welcome. It's funny you did that too. When she said that, uh-huh. she stuck her tits out. Yeah. Because my friend Sherelle always gets it wrong. She says, smile and take out your tits. And I'm like, no, it's smile and point your toes. But also. What's so funny, the tits go out when I hear you say it, no matter what. Because that's how you point your toes. <laughs> So true. Forever I'll hear smile and point your toes. It's like if you got a nice hat and nice shoes, you're fine. So get a nice smile and your and your toes are pointed, you can like that's right. You know, five, six, seven, eight. eight. (laughs) (laughs) It's all about the show for me. It always has been. I I have done the same thing, like whether I have, you know, been knowingly in that space of confidence, I've always known from a very young age how to fake it, you know, how to communicate so that you can, you know, inspire someone to give you what you want. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) totally. Or to just have the best experience possible. Right. You know, I'm normally trying to make it good for other people around me too. I'm mm -hmm, trying to like, you know, mm -hmm, get the party going. mm -hmm. That's nice. You're more selfless than I am because usually I'm like, how can I have the most fun here? Um... (laughs) No, look, you know, I am definitely in this space now where I think it's I think it's twofold. If I'm really being honest, it's like Mm. I am in a space of being in service. Like I really do want women to feel fulfilled and turned on. I don't want them to feel exhausted. I want them to feel inspired. I don't want them to feel shut down and not getting their needs met. I feel like every woman deserves to have the best experience of herself, the best experience of her sexuality. We all win. When we, we all feel win. like that, That's we right. all win. That's right. All the men do too. Totally. And equally though, and this is the thing, equally I'm also seeking to have the best experience myself. Yeah. Because I love myself. Yeah. That is, and I can see where people would be like, well, that's so stuck up. But honestly, necessary? I love myself so much that I want to feel as good as I can. RuPaul said. What does RuPaul say? How are you going to love Hi. somebody else if you that's can't right. love yourself? That's right. Hi, RuPaul. I love you, RuPaul, Hi, RuPaul if you're listening. we love you. Um, so I believe. God, I hope he's listening. I hope he's listening. <laughs> Wouldn't that he's be amazing? So amazing. He's so amazing. I'll just hang up my, to- my point shoes if he's listening. So I think that's really important. Like, can you love yourself enough to not lose yourself? And if you feel like you've lost yourself, say, holy shit, I need to love myself more so that I can clean up this show. And it's not loving yourself in an unpractical sense. It's loving yourself in a in a very authentic way yeah and it's not loving yourself because you're perfect right it's loving your the it, imperfections is where the love should be at yeah yeah it's yeah. loving it's loving yourself enough to to roll with it yeah and to be like i know life is gonna ebb and flow yeah. i'm gonna love myself when i'm down because i know that i'll be up again and right. i'm gonna love myself when i'm up because i know it's gonna be down again right but like self-love is the thread let me ask you what you say to young people then because i think i would have loved to have had someone like you in my you know ear in my house my little angel on my shoulder when I was a young girl going through mm. puberty adolescence yeah, yeah. you know knowing knowing to how what what attentions to push away what ones to bring in like yeah. what do you say to a young woman who's trying to 
find herself, yeah. love herself, believe in herself, and not give herself away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, sexually, I say get to know your body. Mm. Get to know your Just own. Just one-on-one. Get like to you, know your you body one-on-one. Yeah, I mean, get to know your body. Get to love your body. Get to know what feels good so that you can be empowered when the time comes to express that. Mm-hmm. Also, know your boundaries. And, and listen. Practice listening to your intuition. Practice listening to that feeling because if you practice it outside. It's a voice too, isn't it? Yeah. And and like, look, if you practice it outside of sexual experiences and the explorations that you have as a teenager, if you practice it when you're in the lunchroom, if you practice it when you're sitting at the dinner table with your family, if you practice it in the classroom, then you know what it feels like so that when you're in a situation where it's harder to speak up, in a sexual situation. And they, it's hard to speak up when you're a teenager. Oh you just don't God. even know. But if you if you are listening to your intuition, you understand what that voice is, then you'll recognize it mm. in sexual encounters as well. Right. And even if you don't have the words to say, hey, this isn't right for me or I want to get out of here, you can still physically remove yourself from any situation. But right. if, if you're listening to your intuition, if you're not – You'll stick around Mm -hmm. and then that's when you'll start feeling shame and guilt because you stuck around for something that you probably knew wasn't going to go the right way. We heard Dr. Ruth and I mean, she's a a marvel. Yeah, she's amazing. Uh, She's amazing. But I did hear her say something on television the other day where she was like, once you're naked in a bedroom. She said any man or woman who's naked in a bed. It's too late. No, is there for sex. And if you don't want sex and you're in a bed naked, it's... then you have no business being there. Hmm. Or Wasn't that interesting? It's just weird. I feel like, like it was a little... If you twist take off your clothes, then you're, you've got to follow it through. And you're like, That's oh. really old school. It's and old she school. Said, and she goes, she goes, sorry for my old school beliefs. And I'm like, wow. You you, really that's super that? old school. That's super black and white. And look, it is a new era where it's gray. Sexuality is quite gray. Yes or no way. is gray. Yeah. Like your body can say one thing. And give a message, and then you can change your mind. Halfway through. Halfway through. Anytime you want. And say no, but it's... It it, doesn't work. Stop. But, of course, there are mixed messages, and we're, as a society and as a culture, needing to be re-educated on Mm -hmm. what consent actually means. Yeah. And there's lots of resources on that, and I think that young women are looking at those resources now. They are. Yes, and saying, you know, consent, I can change my mind. Consent is this. Consent is that. Yeah. But then also being empowered to be able to use their voice and say, here's what consent means to me when they're exploring different sexual yeah, partners. right. Their own individual consent should allow to be communicated. But those are crazy conversations to have as a teenager. But if, are, you, like, if you have them now, if you have them with you, if you have them with someone else, yeah. if you have them in the lunchroom, like you're saying, if you start having them with your friends, your mom, yes. anyone who will listen. Then you feel Because you should be able to say to your fam, your parent or your friend, like, I'd just like you to be a sounding board now. I'd like you not to have a judgment. Yeah. I'd like you not to put your own opinions aside and just allow me to speak, yeah. allow me to be heard. And yeah. those conversations should be allowed to start to be had so they can have them when then before they get half naked in a bedroom. Yes. I wonder, if, I wonder if once you develop the power to communicate what you don't want or when you don't want something, then you'll also, as a knock-on effect, get the power to communicate what you do want. That's right. Sure. Those definitely go hand yeah. in hand, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. And they're both scary things. They are. They are. They shouldn't be, but they are because of our conditioning or, yeah. or whatever. But if you don't practice it. That's the thing you have to practice. Like, anything you want to be good at, you have to practice it. Yes. That's why I get so, like, methodical about it. Write it down. Yes. Read it in the mirror. Yes. And then you, you start to hear your voice. It starts to be normal. Yes. It starts to become normalized. And that's how you approach everything. Pretty much. I like that a lot, though. I, I write it down and I practice it. So there's, there's madness in your method. There is. <laughs> yeah. Which I like a lot. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You're such a wealth of knowledge. There's so many other things that we could even talk about. Thanks, T. Uh, your marketing I did want to did wanna touch on, sure. right? Because I think that's uh, moving out of the bedroom now. Yeah. Um, you, you've got time to talk? I'm good, yeah. Okay, great. Um, your marketing, I think, is a really important thing because I never thought that I wanted to be in sales, mm-hmm. but here we are. Mm-hmm. 
Social media is selling. Yes. This podcast is sales. My yes. outfits are sales. Yeah. Everything is about selling. So here I am trying to, you know, create a brand yep. and, you know, get something off the ground. But I'm trying to sell it and I suck at it. So don't say that. Okay, you don't fine. suck at it. Yeah. You don't suck at it. <laughs> I mean, I think there's a couple, you know, there's a couple ways to to comment marketing. And one is by identifying pain points. Pain? So pain points, okay. right? So what are the pain points that my potential customer has? So for, oh. for me, I, I you know, there's about eight pain points, right, that uh-huh. I can help her with. So a loss in body confidence, uh-huh. exhaustion, uh-huh. relationship resentment, unsatisfying sex, uh-huh. uh, low libido. And these are pain points I can say, well, listen, you're a mom. I know that these are like the most common, you know, blocks or pain points moms have. Let me give you... A solution to this yeah. one because I know how you're feeling. Let me give you some practical tips. Then you can also come at marketing from the imagine this kind of perspective, yeah. which is like you're not focusing in on the pain points, you're painting the dream for someone. Yeah. So imagine if your life were this way and you did it in your intro, like mm-hmm. you painted this incredible picture for me. Mm-hmm. And so then you create this connection with the customer. It's like, I want to be there. She's painting this picture for me. Yeah. She's my inspiration on how I achieve that right. kind of that that dream. Okay. Um, and then then you know you have to get practical. You know, with with what you're doing, it's like if you want to reach the consumer, then you have to communicate with them in a consistent way every day. Like the constant contact. The emails, yeah, yeah. Like well, you, yeah, you can Insta, build a list. Everything, yeah. Okay. Well, you build a list. Look, it can be very overwhelming. Yes, but the the most basic thing is to just create a content calendar. So Monday, I'm going to send out an inspirational message to my email list. Okay. Tuesday on Instagram, I'm going to announce who my guest is that I'm going to be sharing on Thursday as a video. Yeah. Okay. Wednesday, I'm going to post a quote that was the best quote from the upcoming episode. Yes. Thursday, I'm going to air the episode. And Friday, I'm going to post um, my biggest takeaway that I got from that guest. Okay. And then repeat. I love that. Repeat. Those are bite-sized chunks that you can just do every day that keep you in constant contact. Every day you're you're not scrambling to come up with something new. You're building a framework around it. Template. Method. template it. And then you'll see, okay, which day, you know, or maybe it's like, and then maybe Saturdays are like, freestyle and maybe it's like pictures of your dogs or pictures of your house or pictures of you and well like and you'll see what are people liking the most I see so this what, is all the outward facing work you're yeah. talking about all the yeah to your audience yeah stuff and okay. then for you to you know to sell this show to you know to get a partner on this yeah you've got, got a partner his name's Will I know. I know what you're being you've yeah. got you really everything need. you need you have to leave this house and do a dog and pony show and just sell you because you are the yeah. sparkle. You are the magic. You are, you are everything. And this, I think this show is amazing. I love you. It's extraordinary. Don't you know? It's extraordinary. Don't you know? <laughs> Hashtag. So this is a, this is how anyone does it. I understand that. Cause there's million billion dollar industry yeah. around people teaching people yeah. how to be an influencer sure and i just feel like it's such a i'm born i'm born in the 70s i'm like i I get it stab myself in the eye with a pen i get it i get it and you don't have to play the game in the way that everybody plays it you just have uh, there's an option of another game of course there is right there always is right and you know i think that because i come up against that too i'm like I got other shit to do than be on stories all day. <laughs> to raise two kids. Like, yeah, but also, like, I don't want my whole life to be outward facing. I don't yes. want my whole life to be on display. And I get that there's a part of that that needs to happen to yeah. build community in this day and age. But um, it doesn't have to be that way. You can find, you know, a partner and let them do the promotion. Yeah. I think you have the history and the experience and the talent and the charisma to kind of you know to skip that mm-hmm. and find a partner who can help you do it yourself yeah everyone needs to find a partner no matter what you're doing yeah yeah or also just do it in a way that feels good to you if it's posting three times a week then post three times a week yeah if it's saying okay my goal is that I'm going to post three times a week and I'm going to reach out to five potential um, 
production partners and and that could be production partners you're setting your calendar like you were saying i'm trying to like give it give other people an idea of how they're creating this what you're creating for themselves and you're just saying putting i literally i'm writing this down and then i'm following it yeah and then i'm tweaking it and And you're just doing the template each week okay that's right yeah so what you're saying is I need to get organized. I'm saying you need to get organized. <laughs> I can help you with that. Yeah. Oh, get God, organized. Thank God for you. And then you spend an hour a day doing it. It doesn't take that much time. So this is what Dana does. She helps people get organized in their careers, in their sex life, in their own bloody mental capacity for greatness. <laughs> right? Yeah. Where can people find you? You can find me at DanaBMyers.com. And I spell Myers, M-Y-E-R-S.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also there's a booty parlor, booty parlor products there. Yeah. Everything that you do and your husband does, we can find by following that link. And you'll be That's opened right. up to the world of that is Dana. Be. That's right. Okay. Awesome. Thanks so much for coming in and sharing some of your insights. I think you're extraordinary. Thank you so much for having me on your extraordinary show. Thanks for joining us to you guys out there too. You are extraordinary. Have a beautiful, blessed day. And yeah, talk nicely to yourself. It matters. Extraordinary. Now's the time to share.